Hello, and welcome again to the Once When I Was Cool podcast. Uh, this is a six-pack recap. Uh, we're at the end of our uh, next lot of six episodes, up to episode 30, I believe. Now, we've been uh, recording for a little over six, seven months now. Recording it, or annoying people? Well, a bit of both, especially when you cut in over the top of me like that. I had a whole spiel set up and gone. Gone, skin. I'm Dave King. And I'm Wee Man. And as always, in behind the booth, bringing our sultry voices out to your earballs, is Simon, producer Simon. G'day, Simon. Simon's, Simon. Well, Simon's in a hurry to get out of here. It's Christmas time, as you know. Oh, yes. And he's keen to get a move on. He's Simon, the uh, father of two little girls. You must be very excited about Christmas this year, are they, Simon? Thumbs yeah, up yeah. and a nod. Thumbs up and a nod. There you go. So he's pretty keen to get out of here. So if you're new to listening to our podcast... Uh, these six-pack recaps are where we go into looking at our last uh, six episodes and just giving a, well, as I said, a recap on what's happened, giving a little bit of feedback from the feedback that we got. And I have to say, not a lot of feedback out of this lot, we, but, you know, that's the way we roll. Hey, Shaniqua, just want to say Well, funnily you should mention that. We have seen a bit of a spike in our UF, US listenership. If you're one of the uh, listeners from the US, drop us a line at oncewascoolpodcast at gmail.com. We'd really appreciate it. So we... We're into our uh, next lot of six of once when I was cool. Uh, yeah. Yes, we are. I was just about to say yeah. my magic word yeah. then, but yeah. I pulled back. There you yeah. go. not allowed to say the A word anymore. Yeah, no. So looking at our uh, our recap, we start off first with televisions. So for those who are new, we, what we talked about was the progression of televisions from when we were young into what we have today, which is basically cinema-sized uh, wall hangings. Yeah, exactly. And with uh, streaming services that you have now and, and uh, films coming on so quickly, you really don't need to go to the cinema anymore. People love to go for that uh, experience. But I'm not really sure that uh, I'm that's me anymore. The cinema seems to be an expensive sort of dirge, I'm, although I must admit there are just some films you need to see in the cinema. Oh look! Look, there are some because you want that big action and that big screen and the, and that noise. But the pure expense and having all those people hanging around you, yeah, you know, that's a bit of a turn off for me. Uh, my options are: I've got a fairly big TV anyway, and I've got access to a friend of mine's cinema, which is. Uh, it's good to have friends. Well. Uh, this guy I know, his <laughs> uh, uh, cinema, it's like an actual cinema. Oops. It's great. Oops. Sorry there, bit of bumping as I move the microphone around. I apologise for that. If you're listening uh, closely, uh, that uh, if that thudded in your ear, I do apologise. But, of course, we were talking oh, – of course, there we go. We were talking about uh, televisions themselves, the television sets, not necessarily the quality of television programming. Now, talking about the television sets that were built into cabinets and – You'd, you'd find them now as art pieces. People put uh, things like uh, fish tanks in them, terrariums <laughs> and things like that. You know, in the old wooden, the, the, you know, yeah. the ones that are books, yeah. uh, basically books, a piece of furniture that you, you'd you need, you know, seven men to carry. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm looking at those. I, I remember having those, you know, TV on one side and the... And then the record player next to it over on the on yeah. the other side, and yep. yeah, now that you know people are using them as as uh, basically, you know, art pieces. Well, I was talking to my mother Ruby, who uh, about one of the ones that I mentioned that uh, my father got. Uh, he was very proud of it. It's a little TV, and it had a radio and had a cassette recorder in there. And we've never gotten onto that cassette uh, episode, but we'll get there to that. 
And she was telling me that it's actually she was listening to this. So hello there, Ruby. Thank you for listening. Hey, Ruby. Thanks for telling all your friends. But it was interesting that she said that it still actually worked. It's got to be 35, 40 years old. It still works. It's just that they don't broadcast in analog anymore, so it can't be used. Yeah, correct. What what I've also found is when um, I was clearing out um, my my dad's uh, sheds when uh, he passed about four years ago, I found this little red TV that he used to put in the car like it was a, a, a portable TV. It was probably the screen was 10 centimetres across in the diameter and you scrolled it through like a radio to pick the channels up. I don't believe it ever worked. It was uh, run off the aerials. Never seen it work but he used to think, well, I've got a TV in my car like Batman. Did you ever see The, the Matrix? Yes. Did you ever get to that bit where they have deja vu and there's a glitch in the matrix? Yes. You told that story on the episode exactly word for word. Did I? Yeah, you did. There you oh, go. Holy yeah. moly. So there you go, fair listener. You got to listen to it again. That was fantastic. Sorry about that. Thanks, we. Sorry, <laughs> so, I can't remember what I had for breakfast <laughs> this morning, to be honest it, with it, you. It's the joys of ageing. So next episode we had, we had our returning guest. We had Chris Stahl, who turned out to be quite the aficionado. We thought well, she was the aficionado of Twin Peaks, but look at what she did with Sesame Street. It was Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Sesame Street. Yes, indeed. Sesame Street. That episode could have gone on for an hour and a half. The way she was ripping off quotes and um, doing the voices. Oh, mate, she was into it. You know, and it was a little <laughs> scary that she was doing the voices. <laughs> that as... she remembers it from so long ago. She was yeah. doing a great job. So long ago, or recently? Well, we know, don't know. She had uh, she had young nieces and nephews there for a while, so I'm sure she'd use that as an excuse. Research. I think this is all research on her behalf. Well, she did a pretty good job with it, I have to admit, and it was a pretty popular sort of episode. It uh, seemed to be the jump-off point for quite a few uh, new listeners that we saw from our download numbers. Oh, and look, you know, for for us, you know, it's a whole different generation ago of uh, compared to what Sesame Street is today. So the nostalgia of what it was, and it was actually quite good um, with uh, Crystal going through and doing all those bits and pieces, actually brought up a lot of different memories. So it was, it was, yeah, it was great. It was a great episode. And we, of course, <laughs> I'm doing of courses more than you do um, absolutely oh, at the absolutely. moment. And we had one of my uh, school friends, Ray, happened to be in, this, in the uh, Once Was Cool studios and uh, he, was, he was listening in as well and he was busting out some of the, um, the lines as well. I remember he was doing the um, go to the store for a loaf of bread, a container of milk and a stick of butter line. Do you remember that? <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> he was also remember that on uh, The Simpsons as well. Then the the episode where uh, Homer had to remember that going down to the shops and he just couldn't do it. I don't think I know that one. Yeah. Oh, well, there you go. I thought I knew all things Simpsons. I'm obviously wrong. Yes, there you have it, listener. He is wrong. <laughs> yes. Well, it seems to be. I keep getting reminded of it, so it's obviously fairly true. So next up, uh, the next episode was age related matters. Yeah, this is where we had a look at things that, uh, you know... Things like repeating like, stories? Yeah, like repeating stories and that's uh, dig at me with my age-related matters. But we're looking at where we used to think 60 was old and uh, as we're smashing in towards that, uh, it's not so old. It's uh, yes. sort of the, the new 30s really and then... <laughs> <laughs> you tell yourself that, yeah, yeah that's will, what we're looking I for. I must not... say you're looking quite dashing at the moment with your trimmed up beard and your, your nice neat hair, looking like a, a like a, um, I don't know really, just a, a dashing young fella really. Well, the the 
point being that before I actually got a haircut and my beard trimmed, I looked like a hobo <laughs> and I was getting disowned. Well, yeah. at least you can grow a beard and hair. Look at me. Yeah, yeah you know. Right. It's, I, I went out in the sun today and got sunburned from it. Go out in the moonlight and my skull gets burnt. <laughs> and then uh, my European that, heritage. Yeah, that brings us on to the comb-overs we were talking about well, on I'm, the age-related matters. I'm actually considering, you know, mullets are on, on the way back and we know that you used to rock a mullet and a frullet and, frullet. and a perm, I think we got out of one of the other ones. Um, and that was another thing. My mother, Ruby, was just so impressed that you had every type of fad haircut that was around. You did it. I did and um, I'm all the better for it. I think I'm the man I am today because of my haircuts. And, uh, <laughs> well, you're something, that's for sure. Yeah, man's often a term that's not used but there's lots of other names I get, I suppose. But I'm thinking about bringing the comb over back and I've mentioned it um, to my daughter, what am I calling her? Delilah. Uh, my Delilah. daughter Delilah a few times and you can see her there behind me if I'm talking about bringing back a comb over. Has she yeah. looked up from her phone oh, or is she... She has. Yeah. She's, she's got, got a look, look of horror. A look of horror. Because <laughs> she, she knows I'm going to turn up at next year's concert for it. Oh, that'll be... I reckon you should try and grow up from your back and bring it right up over you <laughs> like a hoodie. <laughs> so I could look, uh, look a bit more Sasquatch. I just but, can't grow enough facial hair for that sort of thing. No, over your back. You'll be right. Just keep shaving your back, let it grow long, bring it up like a hoodie. You'll be sweet. How do you know this isn't what I've got and this is as far as I can go at the moment anyway? I don't know, but if that's what you've done, it's starting <laughs> to look all right. <laughs> Thank you. Always a vote of confidence there. Um, but the other one was hair dye. We don't seem to see much hair dye anymore. No, we don't. People like Jimmy Carr Rocket, um, he, they always take the, the yeah. mickey out of him for yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I, I happen to, you, you know, you see the older gentleman and he's got the really black hair, no grey in there and he's usually eyebrows and he's definitely always got a moustache that goes with it mm-hmm. and it's all on that shoe polish black and it's just not pretty. It's not pretty. And we also mentioned the uh, Blue Rinse. We don't see the Blue Rinse Brigade anymore either. No, what I do notice though is the really dodgy hair colouring that is out there. And we did mention that uh, some people go for the multi-bright, multi-coloured hair. Uh, you don't see that as much anymore as in like a rainbow of colours in a hair. It's usually looks like... Uh, you know, a tie-dye sort of hair colour. <laughs> well, it looked like a green. I think it started as a purple but now it's green or a yellow. But but what people are, and I think I would have mentioned this on the show because it's something that always amazes me is that um, particularly with women my observation is is that they're always trying to look younger um, whereas men seem to lean in a little bit more to getting older. And a lot of the younger women these days are going for that platinum look. Yeah, that's a really big thing, that platinum. So when you're getting old and you're going grey and you you don't want that to happen but you see the younger uh, people... I'm talking late teens, yeah, early yeah, no, 20s. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. They um, they do, they go that platinum and those um, newer sort of colours but um, I know um, my wife is, uh, she still rocks the colours as in, you know, the blondes and the foils and all that sort of stuff. Um, so, you know, it makes her look younger. I'm still punching well above my weight, I know that. And there's a lot, <laughs> lot of a weight. lot to punch. <laughs> there's a lot of weight there. Coming from me, the svelte goddess that I am. The goddess. My right. inner goddess, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, and um, I would have thought that that garnered a little bit more uh, response, but no, nothing. People seem no. to be pretty happy with it. Yeah, yeah, happy or just didn't listen. 
and that's probably why uh, there wasn't much of a response. Had it on in the background and that was the end of it. Either that or during something else, you know, they had that on and then maybe the cricket or something. I don't know. <laughs> had it on in the workshop where there's a lot more noise. So then we went on to the next episode and the next episode was a, a bit of a revisit uh, to, a, to a topic that we'd had before and it was called More Words. So we had a look at a few more words uh, that sort of were around when we were younger that uh, either for better or for worse have either disappeared or changed, um, changed in their meaning. And they, these words, if you, if you don't remember or if you're just newly listening, uh, were filth, ace, grouse, fab, uh, bush pig... Um, Stard muffin. Stard muffin mm-hmm. and, uh, <laughs> you know, favourite here of Dave's was the quote, get a life. Oh, my God, Father. Thank God no, I haven't heard of that for a long time. So I, it's, I'm quite happy that we haven't. Oh, uh, yeah. Young one over there is going, I say that. I say she's mouth and I say that. Do you really? Yeah. All right. Mm. She's sitting here nodding. Right. There you go. Thanks. So is it still Maybe a, it's making so a Deli- Delilah, is it still alive and well? Yeah, she's saying yes, it is. Oh, there you go. Well, at least she looked up from her may, phone. M- maybe in this part of the world. I don't know. I haven't heard it. <laughs> I haven't heard it, but I, I don't, don't tend to hear much of uh, what that age group says anyway. All right, so Get a Life is still out there. That's a shame. Um, it was one of the things that... <laughs> <laughs> that, that really, um, it really, you despise that. I, I think I made it pretty clear on that episode that... I really hate it. I really don't want to hear it. And, you know, it's up there with, I oh, get a life, you mole. Yeah. And whereas, you know, saying you mole, I love that. That's a great expression, but you can leave the get a life behind. Oh, okay. I'll remember that. <laughs> yeah. Well, you seem to be taking much delight in it anyway. Always do. Always do. All right. Next one Guilty Pleasures. That came out not that long ago. And I believe you're a little bit behind here. <laughs> yeah. I think my. Uh... My age has caught up with me a little bit. Thanks for so bringing you, that you up. you don't remember yeah. that one? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, we are talking about uh, things like chocolates and our drinks and, you know, the different tastes and the yeah. different change over yeah, time. Yeah, how you could have a soft drink and um, and not have to hide it, like guzzle it down in the toilet when no one was looking. <laughs> not out of the toilet while you're in the toilet. <laughs> Is that where you hide them down the back of the down toilet? Down the back of the cistern like Homer Simpson with, uh, with beers. <laughs> yeah. My, um, yeah, look, I... Only at work. Only at, at work. Home. At <laughs> home, it's free to go. That's where I put the alcohol at work <laughs> yeah. as well. Yeah. No, what I what I do remember is we did talk about all the different things and like um, I think it was tab was the, the drink we. And then there was about. a diet tab. Oh, the diet I, tab. I don't see him with a tab. I, I don't yeah. know. Another drink that was around that people seem to love and and a bit off topic here. Well, we're doing a recap, and I'm going to introduce something new that was always around that I was never a big fan of was sarsaparilla. Love sarsaparilla. Oh, I don't get it. I don't get sarsaparilla. It was just one of those sting the back of your throat sorts of things. I just didn't like it at all. You can now get alcoholic sarsaparilla and it just tastes like sarsaparilla. It's a bit like well, alcoholic help, ginger beer. you forget the taste of it, one, I'd hope. No, no, it's actually quite good. It's one of those, the ones that creep up on you because you think, oh, it's just like drinking soft drink. Well, do you remember in the early 90s before all the cruises and mixes and whatever the other ones are called came in, you could get um, alcoholic lemonade? Yes, still can. 
Can you still get it? Yeah. I haven't seen it for a long time and there was one out there and I don't know if it's still around. It was called Two Dogs and it was you know, based on the old joke that I won't get into. But Two Dogs Lemonade, it was just like lemonade and it was alcoholic. We're not sponsored by Two Dogs, by the way. And uh, un- Unless they'd like to sponsor us. We, yeah. with we're, lemon, we're, uh, we're happy to have the alcoholic <laughs> lemonade as their sponsorship <laughs> payment. We're, yeah, we're more than happy. We'll, we'll um, sell ourselves off to anybody who, who's prepared to pay for the advertising time on our esteemed podcast. However... Two Dogs uh, Alcoholic Lemonade it was a delicious beverage and it... Uh, <laughs> a delicious beverage. A delicious beverage. It was very refreshing. But it would knock you on your ass if you drank too much of it. God almighty, the, the hangovers I used to get were just something unbelievable. Yeah. There, there's some, there are other brands out there now. Um, Fat Lamb is one that comes to mind and you can buy it in like a two-litre bottle. You can get it in cans. I, I come across a couple of uh, uh, a place that was selling the two-litre bottles and it was like in two litres was like eight to 12 standard drinks and it was like eight bucks for the two litres. Oh, my God, it's rocket fuel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but it tastes great. You, could, you know, there was lots of different different tastes. But I will say, sorry to, to just... That's okay. Um, I'll tell you who does still like sarsaparilla and is is Dirk. Dirk loves sarsaparilla. Dirk's my, really? my son yeah. and um, one of. I, I, we're still not sure who his mother is. Mm-hmm. Um, but You've uh, used that one before yeah, as I well. Know, yeah. I know, I'm just throwing yep. it. It's a right recap, on. mate. It's yeah, a recap. Right, it's a recap. Okay, it's a recap. that's right then. Um, but he loves it. Like if I grab a, a, a drink from the servo, um, I'll always grab him a sass because he, he loves it, absolutely loves it. And then you can get double sarsaparilla, which seems double the horror. Yeah, or if you like it, double the goodness. Yeah. When it really... bit, like, bit like having you and I together, double the goodness. <laughs> um, going well and truly over the baggage limit there. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> And then that brings us to our final episode in the six-pack recap, which was Christmas, which is, brings us up to today. Christmas, absolutely. There it is. <laughs> there it is. That's there your one is. for the episode. Yeah, I'm really trying to pull that back. Maybe that's what Santa will bring me for Christmas. Yeah, well, I'm already over the quota of, of courses, so there you go. Oh, of course, yeah. But listening back to the Christmas episode and talking about, you know, the things that brought us the nostalgia back for for when we were young, I still look back. Look, I have to be honest, mm. you know, these days because of uh, my um, dog that I've got at home um, who would probably tear the tree down, we don't really have <laughs> a Christmas tree up. So, mm. you know, I see in, in your... Um, in the recording in studio. In the recording studio that... The once cool studios, <laughs> yeah, yes. Very cool studios. You know, there's Christmas decorations. You know, have you seen the bottom of the tree? We've just gotten an eight-week-old puppy and he really loves the bottom the bottom rows. A bit like me, that's all he can reach. He loves it. No, oh, well, if he could get higher, he'd pull it over on himself. But I look and think, am I just becoming the, the Grinch or, you know, that doesn't have a Christmas decoration up because I'm worried about, um, you know, what the dog's going to destroy or does that mean I don't really... Well, you don't have little kids anymore either. It well, sort of loses its flavour when your kids have moved out of home. Well... Two out of three ain't bad. Hmm. Two out of three are gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, But no, I look at it and go, you know, it just doesn't feel like Christmas. You know, I see it in the stores, I see it around, I see it in the, you know, people at work and getting stuff for their kids and all that. Doesn't mean I don't celebrate it. Well, it's all bigger, better, longer, more these days. It's like the more you get and kids just ripping through presents and what do we spend? Something like six or eight billion dollars 
on Christmas presents and then spend the same money again on the Boxing Day sales. It's it's sort of is just like a, it comes across as a bit of a smash and grab these days. Well, I think, you know, when you look at it, and we might have said it in there, it's more about retail therapy than the actual meaning if that's what you believe in and all that sort of stuff, um, you know, but for me it's more about the family and, yeah. you know, spending that time and so, yeah, I might not have Christmas decorations up but, you know, it's still mm. good on get yeah. to see friend, family and friends. So Yeah, yeah, family and friend. Shaniqua, anyway. Yeah. Yes. All right, on that note, we thanks very much. We're at the end of our time. Simon's given us the wrap-up. Well, he's on his way out the, out the door anyway. Thanks, Simon, and thanks, Dave. Yeah, thanks, mate. And just yet again, as we said before, have a uh, very happy and safe Christmas. I have a very sorry. We's just uh, mouthing something at me there. He's a mouthing website, of course. Once was cool. Dot uh, com, where you can find all the old ones. Have a merry, happy, safe Christmas and New Year. We're going to take a few weeks off, but we'll be back in late January uh, with a brand new episode then. So we will see you then. Thank you for all you've done. Thank you for listening. Thanks for telling a friend. We see you later. Thanks, Dave, and uh, Merry Christmas to everyone, one and all. And uh, look, tell a friend, tell a foe, tell anyone about us. I already said that. Oh, you didn't say telephone. All right, okay. Talk to you later. See you, mate. Bye. Bye.